This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Car dealers in California lost out on nearly $700,000 in gross profits last year, thanks to EV makers like Tesla, Lucid, and Rivian, who sell direct to consumers. That's according to a study conducted by Automotive News. California has about 1,300 dealers, and collectively, they missed out on $900 million in gross profits. That's prompting some dealers to invest more in their stores to sell more EVs. But others believe it's unrealistic to think that dealers selling traditional brands will win over Tesla or Tesla-like buyers. And there's now 35 states that allow at least some kind of direct-to-consumer sales model, and automotive news reports that dealers in Colorado and Washington are already losing market share as well. Tesla investors are rejoicing. Elon Musk tweeted out that he's stepping down as CEO of Twitter in six weeks. The Wall Street Journal reports that NBC Universal's head of advertising, Linda Yaccarino, was in talks to be the new CEO. Musk said he will transition to become executive chairman and chief technology officer. Tesla investors welcome that news. They had worried that Twitter was diverting Elon's attention away from the automaker. And yesterday, Tesla's stock jumped 2.1% when the news broke and was up another 2.4% this morning in pre-market trading. Europe and Germany just scored a major victory with Swedish battery maker Northvolt announcing it will build a new battery plant in Germany. It will invest several billion euros to open the plant, which will produce enough cells a year to power a million EVs. Construction could start later this year, and Northvolt is aiming to begin cell production in 2026. The German government and the state government where the plant will be located were able to lure Norfolk with subsidies that were developed by the European Commission to compete with the U.S.'s Inflation Reduction Act. The subsidies still need approval from the EU Commission, but if it does approve them, it will be the first incentives granted under the new framework. We thought that SPACs had kind of lost their luster. EV startups have watched their market caps melt away over the last year, but VinFast, the Vietnamese car company, is going to use a special purpose acquisition company called Black Spade to get listed on the New York Stock Exchange. VinFast says that will give it a market cap of $23 billion. But now the question is, can VinFast hold that market cap? When Rivian went public through a SPAC, its market cap hit $100 billion. Lucid hit $89 billion. But now, both are worth about $13 billion. Hyundai and Kia are about to get sued by insurance companies. And that's because they decided not to equip past models with engine immobilizers, which makes them easy to steal. It could cost the automakers millions of dollars. A wave of car thefts broke out after social media videos showed how the vehicles could easily be started without a key. An automotive news reports that a group of U.S. insurance companies filed a lawsuit against the automakers and are seeking reimbursement for money that they paid out to owners who have had their vehicles stolen. The suit claims it can cost more than $3,000 per vehicle to repair cars that have been broken into. 
It can cost another 10 grand to fix any property damage caused by thieves taking joyrides. And if the vehicle isn't recovered, they say the loss can be as much as 20 grand. All told, the thefts could cost insurance companies as much as $600 million. Hyundai claims the lawsuit is unnecessary and that it followed federal anti-theft requirements. The automaker did introduce a software fix, but earlier this week the AP reported that the rollout has been slow and thefts continue to rise. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. One of the prettier cars on the market is getting the Axe. Mercedes is going to stop making the CLS in August after being in production for 19 years. The current generation has smooth lines and good proportions, which seems to resonate with a lot of people. But Mercedes has too many cars in its lineup, and it's getting rid of the CLS to make room for the all-new E-Class at its plant in Germany. And the new E-Class will be on sale before the end of the year. It looks like Honda is going to start shipping Chinese-made EVs to Europe. It revealed that its second all-electric model for the European market will be the ENY1, which it calls a B-segment SUV. But it's identical to the ENS1 that Honda builds and sells in China with its joint venture partner Dongfeng. It rides on Honda's EN Architecture F. It features a nearly 70 kilowatt hour battery pack and an integrated drive unit with up to 150 kilowatts or 201 horsepower. On the WLTP cycle, the ENY1 is capable of 412 kilometers or 256 miles of range. The ENS1 is already on sale in China, but no word on when the ENY1 might launch in Europe. More gigacasting capacity is on the way, and this time in Canada. The supplier Linamar is building a new plant that will have three 6,100-ton high-pressure casting machines. For reference, Tesla's casting machines are 8,000 tons. Linamar's plant will get built on a brownfield site in Welland, Ontario, not far from Niagara Falls, and it will start production in early 2025. What we want to find out is, who Linamar will make parts for. GM, Ford, and Stellantis all have assembly plants within about an hour of where Linamar's gigacasting facility will go. Toyota has two plants and Honda has one. Linamar will not say who its customer is, but that it is getting a lot of interest from automakers. China is on an export binge for cars and that's causing a shortage of cargo ships. Mazda is running into problems finding ships to export its all-new CX-90 from Japan to the United States. And China is expected to export 4 million vehicles this year, up from 3 million last year. And keep in mind that pre-COVID, Germany made 4.7 million vehicles. So that's almost the equivalent of China exporting the entire German auto industry every year. When your profit is only $22 on every vehicle that you sell, 
you've got to come up with other ways to bring in money. That's the amount we calculate Wuling earns for every mini EV. But if you're a regular viewer of the show, you know we hardly ever show the plain Jane mini EV. It's almost always some wild looking one with bright colors. And I especially like to use this one with big unicorn like wings. These models like the Game Boy Edition bring in more money, sometimes thousands more. And now it's doing the same with the Baojun Yep, which like the Mini EV, comes from under the GM SAIC Wuling umbrella. One version with a two-tone paint job, a roof rack, white wall tires, and chrome hubcaps reminds us of a retro beach buggy. Sales are said to kick off in May, and with affordable starting prices, about $4,700 for the Mini EV and $14,500 for the Yep, buyers are more willing to spend extra to personalize their car. And that brings us to the end of this week. Thanks for making AutoLine a part of your day, and I hope you have a great weekend. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.